Hola, Jumbo Ekabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Dio Latero, and I'm your host. Welcome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rich Immigrants Podcast. Uh, this week, we're going with a, a bit of a lighter topic, but it's still a necessary topic, so I hope you really enjoy it. I enjoyed preparing for this one um it's 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 gonna be a shorter episode so sit back relax and let's chat so um you know i want to live my best life i want to be able to you know hop on a plane and, and go to places that i've that i've only dreamed of i want to be able to do certain things without running some calculations in my head or actually in my spreadsheet I could lie and say that, you know, I want to be able to, you know, have my private jet and all that stuff. But let's be honest, I don't really have private jet desires or dreams. But if that life finds me, I mean, I'm not going to say no, will you? You know, you only live once. YOLO. I don't even know when this thing started, but it's been a thing. I feel like it's been the biggest, biggest millennial thing, you know, for for the past few years now. Um, and, and life is short. And in all of your planning and living and all of that, we don't want to forget to, to live life, right? We want to live in the present. We want to take seize the moment, you know? Um, but YOLO behavior can leave you broke and penniless. And so what is an aspiring rich auntie like me? An aspiring philanthropic auntie? An aspiring borrower to nations? Wealth builder? What am I to do? Do I save money or do I enjoy my life, right? So I know that people will say, you know, find a balance and, and, and find somewhere in the middle and do that. But they're not totally wrong, but that doesn't really sound like fun. So how exactly, what am I going to do? What is my response to the biggest millennial or even Gen Z dilemma to live your life to the fullest or to be responsible and save for the future and, and build wealth? Well, I have an answer that I think is a little bit more fun than than balance. One of the biggest things that we want to do as millennials, as we, you know, YOLO is is travel. And and I guess for other people, it could be consumer goods, it could be gadgets, it could be spending time and spending your resources to to be social and go out. For me, it's travel and and as well and, and nice shoes, right? It's travel and shoes. And so how do I deal with my weaknesses and still try to live my best life and still try to, you know, save for the future? One thing I try to remember is that life doesn't end after the weekend or after you buy that gadget or after your next big trip or after you buy, after I buy those shoes. Life continues. My bills will be waiting for me when I come back. So what do we do? How do we balance this? And life is not fair. How are we going to work through this? Well, I've got a new formula. And that formula sounds a little bit better than, than balance, I think. You let me know what you think. It is called the, the YOLO, Live Your Life, plus BYM. What does BYM stand for? 
Hold on, I'll tell you. Before I get into details of, of BYM, right, I want to talk about, you know, where there's, there's a spectrum of where people, um, people, people somehow land on, on, on a point on this spectrum, right? The left side is, you know, the YOLO, YOLO gang, you live only once, live to the fullest, suffer from um, FOMO, right? You don't want to miss out on anything. And then there's the other end of the, of the spectrum that's more like eat rice and beans, you know, live in a matchbox and save every penny that you have. And so actually I was thinking about this. I was like, hmm, where do I stand here? And, and what if I could think about what songs kind of, you know, address each of these different, um, these different ends of the, of, the, of the spectrum. And so for Team YOLO, I've got a song for you. It's called Live Your Life by T.I. and Rihanna. This song was my favorite song in 2008. I jammed to it while I was in graduate school like no other. Like, I don't even know rap like that, but this song, I know every word, every rap, everything. It's just, I mean, the swag is just another level. Um, but yeah, it goes like, So live your life, hey, hey. Instead of chasing that paper, just live your life, hey. Is anybody singing with me, please? I had, I literally had a dance party in my closet, which is where I'm recording from, when I was thinking about this episode. So that's the group on the left, right? The YOLO, live your life, you know, enjoy life. Yes, live to the fullest. You never know what's next. And on the end of the spectrum is the people that um, want to save every penny because, you know, it's important to do that. And the song for them is this. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had Okay, let's get back to it. You're not listening to me for my singing, and I get it. But what I was just trying to make the point that um, there are two different ends of the spectrum. And, um, you know, I want to say no to that, to either side of the spectrum personally. I don't want to live a life that's obsessed with either, either end, you know, either making a, an insane amount of money without without living life and making time for the things that matter and spending money on the things that matter to me. But I also don't want to just live my life without regard for any consequences or, or for the future, because like I said, the future is not free. And so, you know, the YOLO, live your life, BYM, it means live life to the fullest, but live below your means. And then that's the formula. It's, it's the perfect union of where the savers and the spenders unite. And I think that's the sweet spot where you can live your life and enjoy the things that matter to you and still be responsible, right? And so I'm going to share, you know, a couple of things that you should think about, you know, like three or four things to think about. I think before you even start defining, you know, living your life and what that means and how you can do that, first of all, the key is defining what is important to you and what living a full life is to you, right? So what is living to you? Um, I actually quite enjoy simple things, you know, like, you know, I'm not one to go out a lot and all that stuff. I mean, my 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 weakness is travel and, and, and shoes. But aside from that, you know, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty low maintenance person. Not that, they, not that maintenance really matters, but I'm, you know, those are my, those are the things that I spend money on the most. Um, and for me, it's, it's being able to, to spend time with family and friends and being able to have resources to support those things in my life that are, that are important to me. 
And for me, travel is not just a thing I enjoy. It's I also travel out of necessity because I live in a city where none of my family members live. And so for me to see my family, I need to travel. So it's not just for fun. It's also um, a must, really. <laughs> um, and so, you know, what? think about what do you enjoy, you know, separate from what everybody else is buying or what everybody is doing. Because everybody likes to travel doesn't mean that has to be your thing. If you like gadgets, that's your thing. If you like shoes, that's your thing. If you like Chanel bags, that's your thing, right? There's no really defining. You know, people say experiences over things. I say, you know, whatever speaks to you. So whatever brings you joy, you know, that's what your thing is, Um but in doing so, you know, making sure that you're not being swayed to feel formal for things that actually don't matter to you, right? Um, if I'll quote the great philosopher, um, Will Smith, <laughs> he said, too many people spend money they haven't earned to buy things they don't want to impress people they don't like. But to add to that, in, in, in these days of social media, I would add to impress people they don't know, Right. And so let's not, get, let's not get caught up in that. Let's define, you know, what does living look like to you? And then that way, you know, kind of really what to focus on. And now once you've done that, then I'm going to give you three things really to think about um, to, to YOLO and, and live BYM. So BYM stands for below your means, right? And so living below your means is the single biggest tip that I have to live your best YOLO life. Like the reason I was able to increase my YOLO funds over time is because my living standards stayed the same as my income went up little by little. So for example, from my years as a staff to my years as a manager before I relocated, I stayed in the same apartment. I drove the same car. Like I remember having some people ask me, oh, when are you going to upgrade your car? And I was like, upgrade car for what? This car is fine. It's my first car. It's, it's working well. It was a Nissan Altima. So I didn't feel the need to upgrade my perfectly fine car. And so in doing so, you know, I kept my expenses the same while my salary continued to increase. So, of course, my disposable income increased. So I had more money to save, to pay off debt, but also to allocate to the things that I love. Right. And so, you know, the more you live below your means, then the more money you have to spend on those things and to the things that, you, that bring you joy and the things that live your spirit. So stay away from lifestyle inflation. And that's just, you know, one just easy way to make the time for the things that you, you love or, or make, make room for funds for the things that you love and the things that matter the most to you. The second tip I have is this, you know, acknowledge that there are seasons, Right. And so I always wanted to travel and I'm using travel as an example because it's it's my it's one of the things that I splurge on, like relatively compared to the average person. I travel way more than the average person. Um, before I ever got a job, could I go anywhere? No. So I didn't go anywhere. Um, but really, there are seasons even in that. Right. So um, for me, July 2015 to May 2018 were a YOLO season in my life. Like and I have no regrets about it. So I don't have much of savings to show from that time in my life. Um, I, I was living in Europe and I had the rare opportunity to travel very often. And I and initially I struggled with the fact that ah, I'm not really saving much money. But actually, one of my bosses was actually quite frugal. At some point, he was like, you know, you know, he had done this before. He lived in Netherlands for a while. His wife wasn't working. They had young kids. And he was like, you know, 
you know, I made a decision to just enjoy that season and you have a good career. You saved before you came here. You continue to save after. It's okay to do this. And I think hearing that from someone that I could kind of connect with financially, right, was 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 good. And I see that, of course, he was in a much better place financially. He's uh, my boss. Um and so I chose, you know, to save less. I don't have much savings to show for that for that period. Um, and um, at the end of that, before I moved back to the U.S., I also planned a sabbatical, um, what I call a once in a lifetime trip, which I hope to have more than one in my lifetime, um, where I traveled for five weeks um, and, and just, you know, saw the world and saw places that I wanted to see without the pressure of life uh, and other life demands. Um, but what preceded that season, though, is what I want to talk about is, you know, from 2009 to 2015, it was me going aggressive and paying off all my debt so that I, you know, by 2011 or early 2012, I, I owed nobody. Right. And that was me going on a strict budget. But also was I traveled a little bit once here and there, but really not not as much. Um, and then from 2012 to 2015, I was building my savings. Now that there was no more debt, I was building savings and growing and traveling in bits and pieces, you know. Um, and so the thing is, you know, taking the time to acknowledge your seasons and doing what you need to do in each season will afford you to decide what to prioritize from time to time. And so there were seasons where my priority was saving and getting out of debt. And so travel took a bit of a, took a back burner. I would go maybe go on one trip a year, if that. And there were some years where I went on no trips at all. But overall, I think I have yoloed slashed, you know, built wealth and saved for the future. Um, and where, where am I now, right, is um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably in a place of balance now where travel is not as crazy as it was for me those three years, 2015 to 2018. I have financial goals that I'm trying to meet and I'm working on those actively. And so I plan to travel less in 2020 before COVID happened because I had one major financial goal that I'm going to hit, you know, in September, or October. And that's going to be, you know, a great feat for me. Um, but then I still plan to, you know, travel here and there and it still always will be a part of my life. It's not just the only thing, it's just a part of my life. And so know that, you know, know your season, recognize the season that you're in and plan appropriately for the season that you're in. Before I went on that sabbatical trip for five weeks, I planned for it for three years. From 2015 to 2018, while I was traveling within Europe, I was saving money for this trip of a lifetime. So remember that, you know, when you don't compare yourself to someone in their YOLO season because you don't know what the sacrifice was. In, in their leaner seasons and in the seasons where they were kind of, you know, you know, putting pennies together and all of that. And I think that's especially an important point to make in, in the social media age that we're in today. And so the third thing I'm going to say is, you know, use sinking funds. I found out about sinking funds probably in 2008, 2009, when I started reading blogs to at least try and get my financial life together. And so I heard about, you know, saving money for things that you, for things that you're going to spend. And I've done that now for 11 years. I have a bank account um, that is for travel. And for me, that allows me to spend that money on travel without feeling guilty, but also without commingling it with other money meant for other goals. Right. And so I opened that account. I gave it a fun name. I think it's called See the World or something like that. And I feel like, okay, after 10 years, I need to, or 11 years, I need to give it a new name. So let me know if you have a name for my, for my travel bank account. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that that's been a, a great, 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 great way for me to make the time for the thing that I enjoy. And so if yours is gadgets, you know, put, put your, you know, open your account for those things. And I put money in there whether I'm traveling or not. 
So I started with $50 a month in 2009 to say, okay, whatever happens, it's a line in my budget. Before I go out, before I buy a dress, it's a priority to me. So I'm going to put this $50 a month towards my travel fund. Um, and then, you know, whenever I get whenever I got bonuses or a promotion bonus, which was like every three years, so it's not an every year thing, or a portion of my tax refund, I would put 50% towards my travel fund, right? Because $50 a month is not going to go fast. So those, those, those bonuses or tax refund um, boosted my travel funds, um, you know, over time. And again, as I have, um, you know, maintained my lifestyle and, um, you know, increased earnings, I allocate, I increase, I don't longer do $50 a month, I do more than that towards my travel fund. Um, but I allow myself to, to, to put this as a line in my budget, and then I have an account for it. And so when it's time to travel, I transfer money in and out of that, and, and we'll go from there. Guilt-free, YOLO, living my life to the fullest. And so this has been game-changing for me. So I would say if you're thinking about if there's something that you enjoy doing, make a line for it, put that money aside in a high-yield savings account. We talked about that on, on Instagram, so I hope you're following along there. And, um, and have fun. And have fun um, because saving money for this is actually more fun for me than saving for retirement. I do both, and both are on autopilot. They're automatic savings, but... I mean, it's nice to like save and enjoy your money, not in 40 years from now, enjoy like in a year or in six months or whatever the time frame is. So yes, YOLO. Um, and so YOLO can be, YOLO versus, you know, building wealth is a, is a dilemma of millennials, as they say. And YOLO can be a license for pretty stupid decisions, let's be honest, but don't let it be that for you. Let it be a reminder to, to live a full, whole and a well-rounded life by making time and allocating resources for the things that are important to you. And so I like to say, you know, I, I am YOLOing, I am living fully BYM, below my means, right? And that allows me to, to, to have the money to YOLO. So I'm financially secure YOLO. That's, that's what I would brag or that's how I would tag myself, right? Um, and so um, those are the three, those are the main things I wanted to share on this episode um, so if you are looking to see, you know, I want to do both. How can I do that? One, define what's important to you. Two, live below your means. Three, acknowledge that there are seasons of YOLO versus savings or paying debt. And then last but not least, like we just talked about, allocate money for YOLO. Allocate money for the things in your life that bring you joy. Um, and so with that, that's the end of this episode. I wanted to be light and then maybe a little short. Uh, and so here is to seizing opportunities to live full and fabulous lives without compromising on our futures and for our life, you know, down the line. Um, and so this cake, you know, they say you can eat your cake and have it. This cake is one I plan to eat and one I plan to have. Um, and, and I'm working towards that. And I hope that you can do so as well. And so when I go back to my song that I said at the beginning, right? Um, so live your life, eh, hey. Instead of chasing that paper, just live your life, eh. So yes, I still have dreams to have a to have a vacation home in other countries, to give generously and to live a generous life, um, to have impact in my community, and to do all of those things. And and I truly believe that that we can do that. I hope that we have, you know times where we kind of use our earnings and we save and the times that we enjoy there's a time and a season for everything under under the earth and so let's just keep that in mind and let's live fully bym below your means all right have a great week and let me know what you think ciao 
Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what? Popping! And you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as we go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odabo. See you next time. <laughs>